Welcome back to the Frisco Report, guys. It is Tuesday, and you know what time it is. It is time for the Frisco Report to hit your earphones, whatever you got on the device on. I, you know I can't do it myself. I got a co-host with me, Cowboys Blog, also known as Joe. Joe, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Let's get to this Frisco Report Tuesday. Uh, I can't wait to get into this discussion. We got a lot of great topics, guys. The Dallas Cowboys broke news yesterday, and it ain't very positive news, Joe. Ezekiel Elliott, star running back, tested positive for COVID. Instant reaction to that. The instant reaction is that, uh, you know, I think it's we're, see, we're seeing more of uh, what's going on in Texas. You know, you're getting a lot of um, the surge. You know, living here in Texas, we see it on the news. The governor just spoke on it. You know, they're talking about why the numbers are increasing. But for me, you know, it's just uh, everything's opened up. Some people are, are being a little bit more cautious than others. And, we, and, you know, we have no idea what the players are doing. You know, uh, Von Miller was one of the first ones that got COVID. And, you know, a, a lot of players, football, baseball, basketball, um, it's, it's just hard to avoid. You know, I mean, as, as much as you want to try to avoid it, if these guys are going out, you know, practicing with other players. And if they don't show signs, they can still get it. So interesting. But like I said, like I tweeted, the good thing here, guys, he will have the antibodies. And then you won't have to worry about him getting sidelined for two to three games during the season. So we're good. We have our workhorse for the season, baby. Yeah. And, and you brought up a good point about the antibodies, Joe. And I, and I brought this up. I called him to a show I was listening to yesterday. And uh, I said, you know, good thing about this is the antibodies that he's building up, getting immune to this stuff, studies have shown plasma donations work in healing other people. So, you know, if, if he has the same blood type as the majority of the locker room, he could donate his plasma. And if someone gets it, they can get healed up faster with the plasma injection. So, mm, yeah, good point on that one. Good point so, on the plasma. You know, Good, th- you know, good things could come out of this. I'm just glad that he's healthy, um, and uh, you know, he's not showing any signs. He tweeted, you know, he, he was pretty mad that it leaked to the media anyway. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, his agent confirmed with Ian Rappaport there. But you know, is this okay? You talked about Von Miller getting it, but he kind of got it in the early stages, Joe. With Ezekiel Elliott getting it, and you know, August 6th is the Cowboys Steelers preseason game, Hall of Fame game. Might does I mean how? Do, evaluation of players still have to take place you got the hall of fame the hall of fame game coming up in you know six seven weeks i mean how how does this play out joe yeah that's that's the big topic of discussion today um that came out you know an an article came out today that uh there's a very strong uh feeling around the league that the um you know pro football hall of fame game and possibly even the ceremony will be will be canceled you know the governor uh, of Ohio is kind of coming out saying that, you know, if it happened right now, there wouldn't be a game. You know, we'll see in August, but, as, you know, if there was a game right now, they wouldn't allow it. So that stadium holds about 20,000 fans. You know, it's a smaller stadium. It's, a, you know, but would you have it at half capacity? You know, so it, each state is different. So, but the thing is, Mike, how will it affect the evaluation process, right? That's really what we want to hone in here. And for me, it's uh, it's not good. You know, you got you got your new coach here. He wants to look his at his draft picks and 
and the players he's added. He's handpicked, so it's it's a short window. So I don't know what, what's your feeling on that, Mike. It's a very short window, and and, and room for error is, is very slim. Uh, I want to go to a tweet because the NFLPA and the NFL actually uh, had a meeting yesterday, and uh, Tom Paracelio, I might butchered his name wrong, said that uh, the NFLPA medical director, Tom Mayer, said the current plan is to test players for COVID about three times a week, um, and they could be doing like a saliva testing, mm-hmm. um, and that, that will allow players, you know, to get in there. And if, if they happen to uh, test positive, um, they have to sit out the next 30 days or so, you know, depending uh, when they get, you know, a negative test result back. Um, you know, that's huge, though. You know, not getting that thing shit up your nose and the NFL getting this test where it's done by saliva, that's really going to help speed up the process. But when you get down to the evaluations part of it, if you can't have anybody in the building, there's no evaluation to, to take place. Yeah. You know, and they're talking about, you know, um, they're, they're talking about taking every everything into account. They're talking about how are these rookies paying attention in the meetings? You know, they're having a lot of these uh, WebEx, Zoom meetings. Are they paying attention? Are they showing up on time? Like these little bitty things that may not have, well, this has never happened, right? So this is a new territory. So it gives a good coach a gauge as, as far as, does this player is this player going to put, you know, the work in? Are they are they showing up on time to these meetings? Are they paying attention? Are they taking notes? Then you have that classroom part of it that they're going to they're going the coaches are taking notes. <laughs> you know, they're you know, there's a lot of eyes on these meetings. So a coach could be speaking and the players are, are but then you have somebody who's watching all the screens on their computer like is this guy paying attention? Is he texting on his phone? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? So yeah, you got that part of the evaluation now, and um, and then obviously training camp. But it's all a short window, so all these things are going to come into account. But the shortened preseason is really what gets me because that's where you want to see the uh, competition against another team, you know. And if we're talking about cutting it down to two games, um, you know, you, you really have to lean on the the other parts of the evaluation. You, you have to, and you have to depend on your starters. You know, you know, we've been yelling for you know, Tyron Crawford to get cut and cut, but you need that veteran experience at limited reps, limited practice, limited hands-on, because you know he's a veteran. He gets the NFL, and early in his career, he played in a in a, in a three-four defense. You know, it, it. But the best thing, Joe, here is every NFL team has to deal with this right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the comp. So the competition, it's level, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the thing that people need to keep in mind. It's, it's not just the Cowboys. Every other team has to navigate through this minefield of, of how they're going to evaluate, you know. And, and if we're talking about, you know, player evaluations and that kind of thing, you got to feel, you know, pretty good about what the Cowboys have done here recently with Will McClay and the pro personnel and the draft pick. So, um, but... For some of these other teams that don't draft well, don't do good in free agency, it's it's really going to jack them up. It's going to hurt them bad. But the Cowboys, I think we'll be okay. But um, you know, you got there's a there's that thin line of, you know, do you want to play these players? Are they or are you going to rest them even through the two games? Do you rest them and are they going to be real rusty during the the opening of the season? You know, we always see it the opening game of the NFL. 
a lot of penalties, a lot of sloppy football. It's almost like a de facto, you know, fourth preseason game or fifth in some cases, right? So, right. Will the first two games of the regular season be sloppy? Will we see stamina issues? Will we see conditioning issues, cramping, you know, that kind of thing? You know, it's starting here, like in September. It's still pretty warm in Texas. You know, we, we might see those types of issues. So something something to keep an eye on. Absolutely, Joe. And uh, it, it's going to be crazy how, how it pans out. And I think the more players that get tested, you know, positive for this stuff, because it's bound to happen. You know, oh, and yeah. I was just waiting for it to happen. You know, Von Miller couldn't be the only NFL player that tests positive. Sean Payton can't be the only coach that's going to test positive. Yeah. And, you know, they, they live through it. You know, they feel good. You know, you got a couple antibodies there that could help the NFL or help somebody out, you know, that might be fighting for their life with this stuff. So, I mean, th- th- there's different things that you can do. But switching gears here, Madden 21, Joe, release date August 28th. Uh, i I seen the tweet EA put out. Before I give my reaction, and I'm a big Madden player, what was your reaction when you seen, you know, the, the tweet come out with Madden 21? I was pumped for it. Um, but then when you study it a little bit more, a lot of people are, are complaining and that kind of thing. I, I guess they wanted a completely revamped kind of thing. You know, a lot of fans were saying this just looks like a, a Madden 20 clone with a few little changes here and there. But, you know, you get you get your official rookies on the team. You know, you, you're not it's not like you're editing, you know, your Madden 20 rosters or downloading rosters to to match it up. Now you're getting the, like the official ones or you know what I mean? So, uh, but it was cool to see CD Lamb on there uh, with the player celebrations and that kind of thing. It's, it's just a few seconds of it, but you know, I'll get you pumped up. So, Lamar Jackson is going to be the front cover of Madden. So, it looks like Mahomes broke the curse there. What, what do you think about uh, Lamar being the the cover guy? You know, he he deserve he's 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 deserving. You know, he's he's MVP. Uh, but my reaction to the video being a hardcore Madden player, uh, it, w- it was underwhelming, you know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been hearing, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, they, they need to fix a lot of issues with it. Franchise mold is in a very good mold, um, you know, to play on. You know, they got to fix that. They got to fix a lot of glitches in it, and I, and I hope they do. You know, I, I might be complaining, but I'm still going to buy the game. I'm still going to pre-order it wait for that sucker to download on probably what you get three days later if you pre-order. So, you know, Lamar Jackson going back to that, he's the MVP. You know, he, he did some amazing things. You talked about Patrick Mahomes breaking that Madden curse. Um, he did get hurt, but he didn't get hurt for the season, you know, yeah, but, uh, true. but, you know, I, I just hope Lamar, you know, builds on success. You know, he, he, he's deserving. He's a baller. And that's coming out August 28th, the regular release. August but if you, 2-8. The MVP edition, like 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 Mike said three days earlier, August 25th, if you want to dole out the extra cash there. So something to look forward to. You know, I'm pretty sure we'll see, like, the ratings starting to come out. You know, football players always tweet EA when the ratings come out. Like, hey, what are you kidding me with the speed and, you know, the catchability, that kind of thing. So we'll see who it'll be. This year, which players are going to call out EA on the ratings? But uh, you know, it's 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 one of those things where it marks, you know, um, it, it's like an earmark. When Madden twenty, when 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 Madden comes out, 
you're getting closer to regular season football, baby. It's coming. You know, it's starting. Things are starting to fall into place. Training camp, Madden, preseason. I mean, we're we're right around the corner here. You know, I'm I'm pumped for it. Very pumped. You talk about players, you know, getting mad about their ratings. Tyron Tyron Crawford tweeted EA and was like, "Dude, I'm not this fat." <laughs> you know, they had him like. 300 pounds or something they had they slimmed down his body and, and put his body where he needed to be but I thought that was, that's my funniest NFL player complaint to date and that, that was like a couple of years ago yeah I but, remember uh, that one <laughs> but are you ready to get into some uh fan questions let's get into the Q&A we asked um we asked you guys to, to drop some questions there in the community we do appreciate it we'll try to get through these but yeah go ahead and kick it off Mike let's let's see what yeah. we got yeah, absolutely. All these are from Cowboys Blocks channel. Again, thank you guys for submitting questions and, you know, hopefully we can get to everybody and get yours answered. But started off real quick on this one. Space Cowboys 17. What are your expectations for the defense this year? Any holes on the defense that still needs worked on? I don't feel like there's holes, but I feel like there's questions. You know, I feel like we have players in place and things that look good on paper. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the questions are there. You know, like, how's Alden Smith going to look? You know, uh, coming off the edge opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. On paper, this looks like something that's really going to be awesome for the defense. Um, the middle of the defense is revamped re- pretty much. You know, Novell Gallimore and, um, and these guys. And what about Tristan Hill? Your cornerbacks, you know, who, who will be opposite Cheeto? I know, you know, Earlier in the offseason, there was articles like people didn't have anything better to do writing about Cheeto going to safety. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think Cheeto's your other corner. And then you put the other guy opposite. And for me, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Trayvon Diggs. But still, you know, those are the questions I have for the defense. Nothing is really set in stone where you got these are your definitive starters. Plus, it's a new regime, Mike. So. You know, there's going to be the competition. There might be a surprise there. Somebody might show up and bump somebody off this roster. A, a vet possibly might get demoted or might not even make the team. So I'm all for it. I'm ready. Yeah, great question, Space Cowboys 17. My answer to your question it was the same as Joe's. There's no, there's really not a whole, there's more question marks. You know, you, you talk about Alton Smith. What is he going to look like? You know, Joe brought up the corners. Trayvon Diggs, Cheeto Bayouzier on the outside. You know, who's is, is Damian Wilson going to beat out Haha Clinton Dix? You know, because Damian Wilson can play special team. You, there's so many question marks rather than holes on this football team. How are the linebackers going to fill? Uh, you know, play out when you go to a three-four defense. I, th- I think they took care of themselves well at the linebacker position during the offseason. Um, but that, that's my answer. But thank you, Space Cowboy Seventeen, for the question. We're going to go to Cowboy Mike Joe right here. He said. What's up, Joe? And Mike, I'm going to add that in there, paraphrasing. My question is, what would you prefer? Wait for training camp and check out the safeties? Maybe, you know, who's, who's getting cut or something like that? Or trade for Jamal Adams before training camp? Um, I think what the I think what they're going to do is they're going to see what they have in their on their roster, you know, first. I, the, the, the Jamal Adams trade, I, I just don't see it happening. It's just another... It's another uh, Earl Thomas situation where fans really want it. Maybe the Cowboys kind of, you know, flirted with it briefly, lightly. But uh, but even the Cowboys have said that there's there's nothing to it. 
you know, Steven Jones and these guys have said there's nothing to it. So for this one, I don't think it's happening. For the Cowboys, they want to see what they have. You know, McCarthy brought in players. He brought in Clinton Dix. Uh, we want to see what Donovan Wilson does there for us. I think he's a he's a dark horse candidate, you know, and uh, we're talking about uh, Xavier Woods. He's really got to show up this season. He has to – he's got to do something. If he wants a second contract with the Cowboys or somewhere else, he's got to take that, that leap there in contract year. Um, but uh, I feel good about it. I feel good about the defense overall. But uh, for safety – if we're talking about somebody, and this is a name I'm going to bring up here, Buda Baker from the Cardinals. Strong safety, tackling machine all over the place. Can play the ball well. Can read the defense, plays the run well. He's not afraid to get in the scrum. Uh, gets interceptions. He's a good player to keep an eye on. Young, he's in the contract year. Do the, do the Cardinals want to extend him? Do the Cowboys possibly think about a bi-week trade for somebody like him. That, that's what fans need to think more about players that are in their final season that you could trade for and then re-sign them or something. Kind of like what they did with Amari Cooper, you know? Um, get that player in here and then make, make a deal with them. So I'm not looking at these high-end guys like a Jamal. I think more outside the box, Buda Baker, these types of guys. And if you don't make a trade for Buda, and if they don't franchise tag him, that's some of the Cowboys may actually legitly take a look at in free agency 2021. Great point. And Ramon Baliho, he, 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 he pretty much has the same question as, uh, as Cowboy Mike, but you know, he, he, he's pretty much asking, are we setting ourselves up for another Earl Thomas, uh, dud? And I, I yes, I, to you, I mean, you brought it up. Um, straight up, Joe, you said, uh, no, no, there's no way the, the price is too rich. You know, Cowboys tried it. They gave up on it. Cowboys tried Earl Thomas in the draft. Seahawks said, no, they gave up on it. Once the Cowboys try it once, they're not going to keep dipping in their hand in the hot water and getting burnt. Um, because it, 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 it gives up too much hope for us fans. Right. So we just got to leave that stuff alone. See what's, see what's in stake, you know, for Damian Wilson, haha, Clinton Dix, Hoping you're hoping for a great year from Xavier Woods at the free safety position, you know, because it's his last year. You know, you want that back in the defense to do great. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and, and go on to Valerie Esch. She said, Hey, Joe, my question is, do you think the league needs to lower the value money wise for the quarterback position? With that, do you think that's what they're going to do in Dak's case? Uh, pretty much reset in the market. Is what she's asking. Yeah, uh, resetting the market is is always going to go up. You know, I, I don't see them going backwards. You know, the players don't want that, and uh, you know, there's definitely players definitely don't want that, and I don't see it happening. You know, it's, it's the market's just going to keep going up. You know, and I think that's where a lot of fans have uh, issues with. You know, the the market going up and the price is going up. Like, you know. Deshaun Watson, is he going to get signed before Prescott? If so, the Prescott number is going to go up crazy. <laughs> you know, so the Cowboys are playing a little bit of a, a dangerous game here. Unless unless they have a plan behind the scenes that we're not aware of, you know, where may, maybe McCarthy came in here and said, you know, we're going we're gonna to go with this deal here. We're going to do the franchise tag, but I want to build my team. 
So let's go with this with Dak. If he wants to sign, he won't. And then, you know, I'll groom somebody who will draft somebody. So that, that's a possibility. You know, these these high-end, top-secret kind of meetings, they happen, you know. And uh, <laughs> But at the end of the day, I feel that uh, they will sign them. You know, the Cowboys have done this with every recent contract. They wait to the last, the 25th hour, and then they sign the player. So uh, we'll see. But if they don't, I think it really adds a lot of intrigue to the season. That will be interesting if they don't get it done. Yeah, great question here about Valerie Ash. And, uh, you know, and, and people look at Drew Brees' contract, Tom Brady's numbers. They're like, yo, this isn't the $36 million that we're used to seeing. You know, are they resetting the market? Absolutely not. As they're older quarterbacks. you got to look at that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I don't think they're trying to reset the market. There's no way you can reset the market by lowering the market. Yeah. You know, there's a standard already set. Um, and, you know, depending on, you know, next year's salary cap could hurt. You know, depending on if they're going to lose $3 billion in revenue or not, that could hurt the salary cap going in to 2021. But if it don't and all this stuff magically disappears, uh, salary cap's going up. That means paychecks are going up. It's inflation, right? Thank you yeah. so much for the question, Valerie Ash. Monty Monte says, what do you think the impact will be on this team? What do you think the impact will be on this team will be with a new head coach and not being able to be on the field till training camp? What does this put us back yet another year or are we staying in contention? Um, that's a good question, but it, it's uh, it kind of goes back to what we talked about with, uh, you know, the players and, and thing. It's, it's 32 teams are going to have to go through this, but the thing I do like about McCarthy, he spent that year off refining what he wants to do, work, you know, refining what he's good at and um, adding to that mix. So you're getting, for me, you're getting a better coach out of McCarthy here. Recharged, rejuvenated, ready to get this thing going. Um, for young new coaches, I think, that are coming into this, like a Joe Judge for the Giants, the talent's there, but that one... That might hurt them. You know, there, there's those coaches that, that are that will be affected by this, but I feel the experience of McCarthy, you know, being in this league for as long as he's been in the league and success, he knows how to deal with adversity. Unlike Garrett, Garrett always talked about, you know, facing adversity, facing the challenge of doing this and that, but then they, they never did. They crumbled under the adversity. For me, McCarthy has had adversity in the past. Uh, whether it was an injury to Rodgers or one of their star receivers going down, they always had somebody to, to fill it in, you know, and um, really good use of the, of the roster. So, you know, I, I feel like the, I, I don't think we'll be set back another year. Not at all. No, I, I don't think so either, Joe. And, um, you know, the impact that, that will be on this team with the new head coach is – this is a great impact. You got a seasoned veteran coach who's won a Super Bowl in North Texas, by the way. You know, he knows how to, number one, game plan. He knows how to strategize. He knows how to work with grown men, go hand-to-hand with grown men. And it ain't the robotic bust that you that, that we've seen from Jason Garrett time in, time out. Now, maybe he portrayed himself that way in front of the media. Maybe behind closed doors he was different. I know uh, all or nothing to try to portray him like he was just butt-chewing coach, but we all know he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, 
you know, just because he threw his challenge flag down at the referee and mumbled some words doesn't make him the world's greatest coach and knew and knows how to talk to players. Yeah. And that's what you get with Mike McCarthy. This guy talks to players. He knows how to do it. So I think there's a huge impact there, Monty. And, uh, you know, not getting on the field to training camp, Joe made great points there. Um, and, you know, sometimes things happen. Life happens. You, you got to figure out, you know, how, how, how to slice concrete with a butter knife. You know, that's kind of what we're in. You know, how can I slice this concrete with butter knives? And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to figure it out and they're going to get it done. Uh, I don't think it puts us back another year. We got veteran coaches all across the board, assistants and what what not have you. We got veteran players here that can step it up and really lead this football team and help on the field job training if they need it. Um, but again, every NFL team has the same problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then BK Folson says, uh, could, could Cam Newton replace Dak Prescott in the short term if things get bad? No, I don't Maybe know. if he, like, holds out or no. something like that. Uh, no, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, that's part of the reason why they got Andy Dalton. You know, and, and is Cam Newton better than Andy Dalton? You know, I, I would probably say yes, you know, but um, – for what McCarthy wants in the quarterback and in uh, studying the player and that kind of thing, I I got I got to default to uh, to McCarthy here, you know. But I don't see them making that move there. I think uh, I think they're going to roll with what they have. You know, it'll be Dak if he holds out. It'll be Dalton, you know. Hey, I mean that, that's as simple as the way that I can put it. Um, you know, I mean. There's a lot of drama. You know, Cowboys, they try to get away from those drama diva players. And, you know, when that stuff starts happening, yes, Dez was animated. I'm not calling Dez drama, but, you know, that type of personality, it didn't last long in Dallas. And, uh, you know, he had, he had a five-year deal. He only played four. He didn't even finish that long-term deal. Yes, that kind of happens with NFL teams. But Dez Bryant in his prime was unstoppable. And just look how fast it fell off. Yeah. So, you know, Cam Newton... Yes, he was good in his prime, but look how fast it fell off. You know, if he was that good, Ron Rivera would have picked him up and he would have been playing with the Washington Redskins right now. You know, sometimes players just, they're really, really good, and then they just fall off. And uh, so that, but Andy Dalton is it, it, the backup. He's a cheap backup. He's going to be the guy like Joe said. But we got a, a last question here from Ruben Gomez. He said, with players coming down with COVID, what is the percentage of a full season or um, what's the chances of a percentage of a full season or reduced season? Should players come out and, and stay contacted with the COVID or keep it hush? Yeah, um, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it hush. I, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be some kind of, uh, you know, an overseer, I guess you could say, like a checks and balances. But, you know, you know, you never know, man. When there's money involved in this kind of thing, you never really know, you know. But um, what's the percentage? I think DeMar Smith said there was a 60% chance that the season would even happen, you know, ba based on where we're at right now. I think there will be a season. Now, will we finish the season? You know, I think that's uh, it's going to be up to – what uh, society does you know do they want do they want to just act as if it's not out there do the players want to 
be careless and just be out and about and you know not protect themselves or their their teammates uh, it's all new territory you know it's all new territory it's kind of hard to kind of project that that kind of thing here you know will will there be a major fall surge when the temperatures cool down and the flu season comes into play along with covid and there's just a lot of variables it's kind of hard to to predict to be honest but uh you know what what i don't want to see happen mike is what happened to the nba you know they're rolling along got all the way here almost getting to the playoffs and then you know all everything uh, hit the fan and they've been delayed for months now you know and they're barely gonna and they're still in talks to do uh the playoffs i think I, is that in place yet for nba i'm not even sure but you know they said they're gonna do it at disney i think in california or something yeah so yeah man hard, hard to answer that question as, as, as a full percentage with that with any confidence you know what do you yeah, feel, Mike? absolutely yeah absolutely you know that you know when i tell you a story real quick you know went fishing and i said hey dad we gonna catch anything he said son you gotta play it by ear like five years, I don't even know what that means. But now I know what it means. You got to play this by ear. You know, how does, you know, this season, how does this COVID react? Does it transfer to more NFL players? Does it slow down? Does the heat kill it? Which, you know, it's been 105 where I'm from and we still got COVID cases, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So there's, and um, Joe, you brought up a fantastic point. Flu season, could this COVID spike back up? You know, it, it, it's going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be real crazy to see, you know, but, you know, there, there could be a chance that it does happen. They do those tests three times a day and, you know, they, they keep everybody secluded, family included. And, uh, you know, there's no contact for football players for four months and they take yeah. a $3 billion hit, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, I mean, that could be, that could be it, but players it to keep, to, to, to keep it hush, you know, how hard it is in this day and age, um, to keep it hush, you know, Ian Rapport called Zeke's agent and said, Oh yeah, I could verify that. Yeah. He got it. <laughs> it, it. You can't keep this stuff hush. It's there's too much social media. There's too much press. Um, there, there, there's no way that you can keep this stuff quiet in this day and age. Yeah, no, that's true, man. Like, you know, we, there's the HIPAA law and all that kind of thing, but it, it's true, man. It just takes one leak somewhere. You know, it could have been somebody that administered the test. You know, it, it might have been, I don't know who, where they did the test. I'm, I'm assuming they tried to do it in privacy, but you just don't know. You know, it could have been the person that administered the test. Like, oh, this is Ezekiel Elliott. You know, and then they go off and say, hey, I, I tested Ezekiel Elliott for COVID. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it could be something as simple as that, you know. But you, you uh, Great point, Joe. Because remember know. when he was in Cabo. And people sitting next to him on the plane was freaking out. Oh, and yeah. those pictures just went viral. Exactly. Like, you can't hide. When you're in, this, in a celebrity-type spotlight, there's nothing you can hide. Yeah. And Ezekiel has that look, um, that uh, very distinct look where you know that that's Ezekiel Elliott. It's not where you're looking at him like, is that is that Ezekiel Elliott? No, like, he's got the hair. He's got that look. He's got that build. You know, um, the, just some the piercings. Have, yeah, the piercings. Some players just have that look where you instantly, you know, instantly who that person is. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, yeah. You, you know what's funny? When we went to the NFL draft in 2018, uh, we went to uh, the mall uh, in Arlington, I believe it was, 
And uh, we're, I'm walking through the mall, and I go to Dick Sporting Goods to get my draft shirt, you know, my, some of my draft kickers. I like some of their selections they had. And uh, I was so focused, Joe, on getting this shirt. There's like a bunch of police officers. I'm like, ooh, someone must have got caught stealing something. And in the middle of these police officers was Sean Lee. <laughs> and, and he was a foot away from me. You know, it, it's just hard. I, I mean, they had him guarded, safeguarded, but it was so funny because I'm just eyeballing the shirt. Uh-huh. And, my, and my wife's like, Michael, Michael, it's Sean Lee. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I look to my left and Sean Lee's looking at me like, dude, I'm surrounded by cops. <laughs> what are you doing this close? Yeah. You know, but the, the cops looked at me funny too, but I, I didn't move or anything. And I was like, hey, Sean, <laughs> you know, at the last minute, I got my shirt and I got out of there. But uh, That's funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What so, trip, man. It, 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 you could tell some players, and you, you and there's some players you just can't. <laughs> yeah, some some of them blend in. Like, yeah, man, it just happens. It's crazy. But uh, this might be a short one for you guys, but we we really appreciate your questions here on the Frisco Report, guys. You know, as this season goes on, maybe there'll be more news next time, but we'll definitely include you guys. You are way more part of this show than me and Joe are, because without you guys, this show wouldn't even be possible. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on YouTube. Just look me up, Cowboys Blog. You can hit me up on uh, Twitter, Cowboys Blog Net, and on Instagram, Cowboys Blog. So hit me up, uh, give me a follow, and uh, I'll try to follow you back, and we'll keep the discussion going offline. Got to keep that discussion going. Don't forget to follow the Frisco Report at the Frisco Report on Twitter, guys. Make sure you check out the FriscoReport.com. Again, that's the FriscoReport.com. The, the links to my YouTube channel and Joe's YouTube channel is on there. Great merch for Father's Day. Uh, so check that out, guys. You know, get your father's something proper to wear. And it, it has to be the Frisco Report with something proper on there. But uh, I'm Dallas Cowboy Football News on YouTube and on Facebook. DCF News 1 on Twitter, guys. So, you know, like Joe says, give me a follow. Give me a mention. Give me me a DM because that's the only way the conversation will start. I know you're out there. Start it. Peace. Peace.